Welcome to the Coffee with Jesus podcast, where together we will fill our cups with a whole lot of Jesus. I'm your host, Jessica Noring. Let's get ready to dig deep. Hey, everyone. Uh, Welcome back to the Coffee with Jesus podcast. I know it's been a while, actually over a month, and I'm so excited to be back with all of you today. Uh, I have a few updates before we dive into today's episode. Uh, Exciting news. We had our second child, Grace, a girl, around six weeks ago now. So I am just hit the six-week mark, and um, it's just been amazing the past six weeks. But I also want to start off with some praises before we jump in uh, to today's episode. And as some of you may have listened to the last episode Trials of many kinds. Uh, I kind of shared my story on the first birth with my son, being very traumatic and learning a lot of things along the way with that story. But I want to just give glory to God because it has been a tough, um, you know, stepping out in faith for my husband and I the second time around. And it really has been, you know, leading up to it felt like we were facing a giant um, going into, you know, getting pregnant again. And so God has been so faithful. Um, In fact, prior to getting pregnant uh, with grace, God had told me that um, in prayer, I felt his, you know, just in my spirit say that it would be a girl and her name is Grace. And I held on to that promise. He also told me that this time would be different, and I didn't know what that really meant, and so I just clung to it would be different, it would be redeemed in some way, and um, you it doesn't mean I didn't have to fight the fears moment by moment leading up to her being born, but um, it definitely meant that you know God had given me hope for this second time around. And long story short, God was faithful. We ended up having an ultrasound um, at 36 weeks. 36 weeks to check the growth, and they actually noticed that the fluid was low. So my doctor said, you know, I really want you to come in every day, unfortunately, to check this, make sure it doesn't drop, and we'll come up with the plan, you know, day by day based on how the fluid is looking. And so we had gone like three days of checking it every day, and it was all looking well and staying stable. It wasn't really going up, but it was staying stable. And then I went in on a Monday and something just felt different as I went into prayer and as I went to the appointment and the ultrasound tech got really quiet and she's like, I think we're going to have to keep you here. And I immediately was just, oh, great. You know, what, what does that mean? And she said, your fluid is actually really low. Um, so we're going to call the doctor and see, you know, what she wants to do. And um, kind of to speed it up, I ended up um, having to um, go into the hospital that day. They wanted her to be born that day. And so given I had a prior C-section, there were some details that uh, we walked through with the doctor and prayed fervently and had so many people praying and supporting us. And we made the decision to go with a C-section, um, given all the factors that were going into it. And it was just such a different experience. It definitely was redeemed and was different from the first time, and the trauma was so much less, and we felt so incredibly cared for by the doctors, the support team. So I just wanted to lift up God and all that he had done in that story because he gets the glory for it. It was absolutely different and redeemed, and I want to kick things off with that and praising him for it. 
Um, and then secondly, does it mean that I haven't had moments or, you know, just a little disappointment in the process? Um, I know I've shared before um, in the last episode of what my hopes were for for birth and all of those things. And it just, it looks very different. And I didn't anticipate having two C-sections um, in a row, but God is faithful and he has been walking with us every step. So today's episode is really inspired by this story. Um, it's specifically coming out of a place for me that is really raw and real and um, my heart just breaks for it. So I want to share all those things so that um, walking into this episode, you kind of know the backstory of why I'm talking about it, why I'm so passionate about it. Um, So let's go ahead and get started after all of those wonderful things, but know that there may be someone listening today that needs this encouragement in this episode. And so I just pray right now, Lord, that you would use my story um, for your glory alone, that you would use it to comfort someone listening right now, or maybe someone could share this with someone they know that would, would be encouraged by it, Lord. Take over my words and speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I said, this episode is brought to you from the trenches with God, uh, the quiet times I have cried out to him over and over in pain and joy and doubt, heartache and everything in between. Um, he has really met me in those places and his presence has been so evident as he comforts me through the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean it's easy. Um, it doesn't mean I don't struggle, that I don't have hard days and moments. Um, I definitely do. Um, I battle with anxiety and all of those things. And that's really what has inspired this uh, series. So over the next few episodes, I'll be doing more of a, you know identity series for women. Um, this first episode is going to be based on motherhood and that our identity is not based on motherhood. Um, and then the second and third um, are still in the works, but um, what may be to do with, you know, appearance and achievements and things like that. But this first one is really based on motherhood, uh, whether it's infertility, whether it's your birth story or someone else that you know, uh, how many kids you have, how godly your kids are, uh, if you breastfed or bottle fed, homeschool, private school, public school. Um, there's just so many different areas that we can be pressured by or we can feel that our identity is somehow attached to those things. Um, the list is really endless. And so as I dive into this topic today, I want to really address that our identity is not tied to those things and what does God say about it and how can we find encouragement as we wrestle through um, you know, just living in this world and, and being pressured with that. So as I just shared, I've wrestled with this in many forms. Uh, for you or someone you know, it may look different. Uh, but the mom guilt comes from the same source, uh, the lies of the enemy. So I have shared my story with people and have felt the shame come in many forms. I've read through, you know, posts on social media um, that just leave me feeling really inadequate. And then I leave feeling shame and doubt and wondering, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, could I have avoided that first C-section? Were there things I did or you know, why did I have to have another? And, and does this mean I can only have a certain number of kids? And, um, you know, it just is so hard when we have an expectation, what we think something should look like, or what we hear so, our friend experience and go, well, well, that didn't happen for me. Did I do something wrong? So I want to pause right there. I know that's a lot. And I really want to be sensitive um, to these topics. 
and I'm going to share my personal story, what I've walked through. I don't feel equipped to handle some of the other topics, but I hope it encourages you and reminds you that we are not alone. And I really want to spend the time today getting ready to debunk the lies that hold us captive, address this head on with the truth of God's word, because there is so much to say about who we are in Christ. And none of it has anything to do with our status as a mom or how many kids we have or how we birth those kids or how we feed them or how we, you know, teach them. It has everything to do with being a daughter of Jesus. Let's get started. Uh, Some questions I want to ask are, have you ever scrolled through social media and read through a post that left you feeling shame or condemnation? Have you ever shared your story and the responses of people are far from empathetic and you feel they don't get it? Do you ever feel like you are saying, I am good, even when you are deeply hurting? And are you afraid to open up to people because they just won't understand? And I know I have, especially when it comes to motherhood. And um, with Mother's Day around the corner, I just thought this couldn't be more relevant to talk about. Uh, Whether you want to be a mom, whether you are a mom or you know a mom, this is an episode that I think can be shared and, and really provide encouragement. So motherhood looks different for everyone. I know that, you know, we all have this picture of what it should look like. Uh, We see how many kids may be in our future. We see the birth that we long for, the joy when we see that child for the first time. And we see and we plan. And we pray for that. And we, we know, we think, you know, we somehow, um, deserve it or our bodies are meant for this and it just it should happen this way because of that and um I'm getting kind of emotional here so um what do we do right when things don't go that way when maybe you know we're facing infertility or um our birth goes traumatic and you just sit there wondering you know in the ashes what did I do wrong and um How do we cope with it? How do we cope with that shame that may come over us when we share our story? We read someone's birth story on social media and go, mine looked nothing like that. And somehow we attach our worth, our identity in those things, and it just rots away at our souls. And I'm saying this from a place of experience because I've done this and I do this every day. Um, where I catch myself going down that path. And so today I want to encourage us of how do we cope with this and what is that deep root of our shame and guilt coming from? And what most importantly does God say about it? So for me, um, mine has a lot to do with, you know, the birth story of my first son and then the second story as well. And um, just the things I've walked through, I catch myself at times feeling shame, feeling guilt come in. And uh, I really want to go to the truth of God's word with this because he has so much to say about who we are in Christ. And for whoever is listening, I just feel like someone needs to hear that your worth is not attached to motherhood. 
it's not attached to how many kids you have or how you have them or if you have kids. It's attached to being in Christ, being his masterpiece. And I know that is something that I need to hear more and more of today because it just feels like there's so much pressure, so much out there, you know, begging for my attention, saying that this matters far more than Christ. And it's it's just not true. And so today I want to share a scripture that has been so encouraging to me. And it's in Ephesians, which has a lot to say about our identity in Christ. So I encourage you, if you haven't read through the whole book of Ephesians, it's an amazing spot to really just dive into what God has done for us, who we are in Christ, and what that means for us as believers um, as we walk in our faith. And so uh, it comes from Ephesians. I, I kind of just want to start from the beginning because it's so good, but um, I'm going to start in Ephesians 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without faults in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. And then I'm going to jump down um, to Ephesians 2, verse 8. God saved you by his grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. I don't know about you, but that is so encouraging when we look at these verses and how they really apply to our lives, right? It is what Christ has done for us, who he calls us because of that. He calls us his children. He calls us as chosen and adopted into his family. And we've been given an inheritance through Christ. And it's through him that we've been saved, not by our works, not by our achievements, not by what we do as a mom. It's by our faith in Christ and putting him above all those things and saying, my hope is in him and not, you know, my earthly plans or my human uh, plans that are based in my mind, but my, your ways are higher than mine. And I'm going to submit humbly to that um, is really what these verses have spoke to me. And it's a challenge uh, to just continue to go back to them and remind ourselves that, you know, we are seated in the place of the heavenly realms with Christ Jesus. I absolutely love that, that we are seated with him, that we are his masterpiece. When I just say that over and over, that I am God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. And that he has created you new in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long before the world even began. That is amazing. So I just want to meditate on that together. 
um, as you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, that we are God's masterpiece. And it is not tied to, you know, our good works. It's not tied to, you know, how we mother or how we birth. It's not tied to, um, you know, motherhood, any topic of motherhood. And, and there's so much our world is saying to us and others are saying even around us in our spheres of influence that, you know, um, you deserve this, your body's meant for this, that is just filled sometimes with shame into our hearts. And it enters into such a vulnerable place for us as women. And I just want to encourage you that our worth is in Jesus alone. I feel like that's all I keep saying in this episode, but I need to hear it and I need to be reminded of it. Um, and that's what my heart has been breaking for is that um, there's so much to say in God's word about who we are. And when we get to know God and we spend time with him in his word, this is where I'm so encouraged. And that's hard to do if you have little ones or if you have um, you know, busy schedules, but it changes everything. That when we realize who he is and learn more about the character of God, it changes us from the inside out. And it helps us realize that God loves me. He chose me. I'm his masterpiece. And we just say it over and over and over again until our heart believes it, right? Um, and it might take a long time. It's not overnight that we grasp and, and just store these things in our heart. Um, but we walk through it with God and he is faithful in every step. And so that is the encouragement I want to leave us with today. No matter where you find yourself, whether you feel in a pit of shame or you're up on that high mountaintop right now, I feel this message um, can speak to any any part of the journey, but especially for those um, as women, if you know someone who um, may be battling these things or you yourself are, please store this in your heart today. And then I just want to leave us um, after the encouragement of God's word that I just shared with one last thing that um, the biggest thing I've learned over the last three years of this valley that I've been, you know, kind of walking through and coming out of um, as things just hadn't gone as I had planned is that it isn't always about, you know, us getting our way. I'm not saying God doesn't want to bless us with things and and reveal himself in, in those wondrous ways, but it's often in the valleys, in the places where we're left with ashes, where God is so powerfully present. It's And he is doing a work in us that is far greater so that we can, he can work through us. And so I want to remind everyone listening and myself that in the valley or in the struggles or where we feel inadequate or not enough, God's grace is enough for us. His power works best in our weakness. And so let's boast in our weaknesses. Let's humbly say, you know, I struggle with this. I have, you know, weaknesses in this area. And then let, let the power of God work through us is an encouragement. And then the last thing is uh, that I really 
learn, and this is just a personal thing, but it isn't necessarily how um, our children, you know, how I gave birth that makes it beautiful. I know I've had people say, well, I hope you get to experience, you know, what God has intended, um, which has wrecked my soul. Um, but I've learned that it's not necessarily about that. Um, what it is about is how you're cared for in the process. And I think the word redemption is just the DNA of God. I know it is. And so he can redeem the most broken places. It may not look, you know, what we would say is redeemed, you know, in our minds, but he absolutely redeems it in a way that he can get glory, that we can reach people for him and we can encourage people with our stories. So cling to that today. I hope this episode was encouraging and not just me rambling on and on uh, as I feel like I'm doing right now. But I just want to pray for us as we close our time today. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to gather together in your name, Lord Jesus. And I pray that this episode would be an encouragement to all who listen, Lord. I just thank you so much for giving us your word, giving us your presence, your power. But most importantly, Lord, I thank you for calling us your children, calling us your masterpiece, and bringing us into the kingdom through Jesus and for everything you've done for us, Lord, that um, it's not about you know what you do for us, it's what you've already done. You've already done so much for us, Lord. May we fix our eyes on eternal things, that we have salvation through you, Jesus, that we have peace and joy and all the things that pass understanding when we're going through something hard, that you are present and working even when things don't feel good, Lord. You are good. I just pray for everyone listening and for myself that you would fill us with that peace, Lord, no matter what we may be walking through. And I pray that we would put our full identity, Jesus, in you alone that we are adopted as your children when we put our faith in you, Lord. And our worth, our identity is attached to you alone. It's not based on motherhood or how we mother. It's not based on our appearance or our achievements or anything like that, Lord. It is based on you alone. And may we just rest in that encouragement today. We love you so much, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Coffee with Jesus podcast is brought to you by Bold Three Coffee, a Christian nonprofit ministry on a mission to empower others to be bold and reach every child in the world with God's word. You can learn more at bold3.org. Keep shining bright, friends, and we'll see you next time.